Live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, it's SC Gurus. Rainmaker. What is a rainmaker? Webster's defines a rainmaker as a person whose influence can initiate progress or ensure success. SC Guru's Rainmaker comes to you each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you some of the biggest rainmakers on the world wide web. Our guests will include major search engine executives, payment processors, advertising executives, and an array of sales and marketing pros. We invite you to join your host, Darren Pappen, also known is Essie Guru and his beautiful co-host, Brandy. Essie Guru is the foremost authority on search engine optimization and has taught at conferences worldwide. Brandy is an expert in business development, public relations, and sales and marketing. Together, they bring you Rainmaker, a true crossover platform for mainstream and high-competition webmasters alike. Log into the chat, kick back, and get ready to open yourself up to a new generation of webmaster radio it's se guru and brandy and you're listening to uh that's right folks it is thursday uh in a brand new studio september the 27th let's mark that day how are you sweetheart i am fabulous and even better I'm looking at you, my handsome hubby. Ah, ah. Can I tell you, folks, this is the first Rainmaker that we've done in uh, in this brand new new facility that we've gotten. And uh, can I tell you, we're, we're excited. We are. We got to make the. <coughs> I got to paint the walls. It's very bland. Penitentiary <laughs> bland. But yeah, the studio isn't tricked out yet. We're we're still working on that, but uh, we're we're excited. This it's is awesome. It's I new have, beginnings. I have a corner office. With windows, really, really big windows. That's right. That's right. That's one of my. Uh, I feel great about. It. I love my. I love my my office. <laughs> Taryn's like hand motioning me. I'm like I don't know. <laughs> eat the mic. Don't eat the mic because I'm not used you, to. You can talk a little louder. I, 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 yeah, I told her to soften it up a little bit, but uh, I'm a little too you, soft you can, right you now. Can. Okay, it's cool. Okay. Thanks. How you, how are you doing? Hi. Okay. Outside the fact that, as you know, um, I, I've had a bit of insomnia as <laughs> late um, and a little giddy and, and a little mentally distraught because I've. I've not been sleeping. Awesome. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Tomorrow morning I get to interview Mia Farrow. That's right. Uh, and that's because she's going to be one of the keynotes at the Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, which of course we are the official radio slash podcast network for. And, uh, you know, it's everything's just wonderful. We've got the DMA conference coming up. We've got um, ad tech coming up. We've got well, not to forget, forget, we just launched a new website. I know, but I didn't know if we were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure we were going to talk about that. I know. We, we, we've had all this going on. Well, guys, can I tell you, we, we have been uh, busy campers around here. and uh, We moved. We went on vacation. <laughs> we went to St. Lucia. For those uh, of you who don't don't know, I, I don't think we talked much about that at all, but no. we did. We took off to St. Lucia for a week. Oh, and I love it. Went to the body holiday. We totally recommend it to anyone. Absolutely. Their slogan is, give us your body for a week. We'll give you back your mind. Yes. And I think, I, think, I think it really should have been give us your body for two weeks. And, and I don't know what's worse, is to do this move and all this craziness after you go and adjust your body and mind, um, you know, or, or vice versa. I don't know what was... You know what? Uh, it's perfect and wonderful. Because right. I am so happy. We've got so many great things going on. But you know what we, we do have? We have a great guest. We, have we do. S- and we, we only have a half an hour. 
so, we do. So without new format. further, I'm not used to this. Our little, <laughs> our little, little, you know, witty repartee banter now has to be quelled. I know. Um, but I'm very excited. We have uh, on the line with us Doug Tatum, who is um, with his own consulting firm, very large consulting um, executive and consulting services firm with 33 offices, 150 million dollar firm, and uh, he has just authored a book that's getting really interesting worldwide positive acclaim. It's called No Man's Land. What to do when your company is too big to be small, but too small to be big. Welcome, Doug. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here, Brandy. Wow, you are from where, Doug? I'm from it. Uh, I'm, I live on a farm just north of Atlanta, but we're headquartered in Atlanta, so I'd, I'd have to say Atlanta. Wow, it sounded kind of Texan to me. <laughs> did you, did you you heard Texan in that? I definitely heard the South. Well, it's Georgian. It's Georgian. Look at he's proud. He's like I'm Georgian. <laughs> I'm not. And it's Darren's from Texas, so he's very you know proud of his Texas you know roots. I, I do, but I, I tell you what, the one thing that that we do have in common, Doug, it may not be Texas, but it's the entrepreneurial spirit. Absolutely. Uh, which, for, if, you know, for anybody listening, you know, if you if you have the entrepreneurial fire burning in your belly, you know that, right? You're the kind of person that can get up in the morning and actually go to work when you work for yourself, and not slough off. And that wouldn't wouldn't you say that's a true statement, Doug? Absolutely. You know, I, I, in, in this book that uh, we're going to talk about today, I got a chance to uh, interview thirty of them, and every one of them became my heroes. And uh, I think you pointed it out. Uh, uh, when everybody's marching north, they're the ones that march south. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that sort of describes us a little. But in your book, and let's talk, I mean, it's so interesting, because, I mean, there is a real difference between a person who has an entrepreneurial spirit versus who doesn't. I think sometimes people get confused a little bit. But it's that crazy stage at, like, what, number 20 employee of having the old company, the beginner you know company mentality of like mm-hmm. working a million hours and mm-hmm. leadership is kind of fun and funky, but there's really no structure and having right. to flip that switch. And I think that's where a lot of companies, I think even as you made mention, at the three-year mark, boom. So let's start talking maybe about some of your, your hero stories and some best yeah. suggestions so companies can thrive. Very good. Well, uh, Brandy, I'm having a little trouble hearing you, but I think you said let's hear some stories about uh, some of these folks that uh, broke out of being small and started growing into uh, no man's land. Yeah. And uh, it's a phenomena that uh, my partners in, 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 in the firm Tatum observed over a number of years as we worked with uh, companies that, that broke out of being small and uh, went through what... Uh, could best be described as a gauntlet. Uh, about nine out of ten startups fail in the U.S. Wow! And uh, interestingly, out of, of about I guess eighteen, nineteen million private companies in the U.S., only three hundred fifty thousand of them uh, break out of the pack and start growing on, a, on an annual basis uh, that averages about twenty percent a year. What's interesting is they generate all the gro- job growth in the United States and all the innovation. Amen. And this book is about the first seminal transition that they go through when, as you pointed out early, they, they, they move from that exciting stage uh, where uh, everything is new and they're driving a business and they wake up one day and all of a sudden they say, oh my gosh, the, the old rules aren't working anymore and I'm getting larger and, and that's what this is all about. Okay, so let's, let's talk about that. Actually, you know what we should do? We should go to our first commercial break in a moment. <laughs> Tara's going in the new studio. I didn't cue that. That's right. Uh, no, but I think this is a great place, if you don't mind, to take a commercial break. Let that resonate with everyone. And then let's talk about 
understanding the difference between you know like where you are in a company and how you can bridge that gap so you don't fall into a big moat because you don't want to be you know you want to be one of those 350,000 companies not one of like the millions so we are going to be right back with our featured guest Doug Tatum stay with us Doug (laughs) sit tight and don't move Rainmaker we'll be back after this short break Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. Scott. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Guys, are you suffering from ED? Email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? Then let JPG Mail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPG Mail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement, where you need it the most. JPGmail.com Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. 
Okay, and we are back. Uh, I want to welcome everyone back to this second edition of the September the 27th edition of The Rainmaker, the very first edition of Rainmaker in our brand new studios, and of course, with our brand new Spitshine website. That's Woo-hoo. right. If you haven't checked it out, go run on over there, webmasterradio.fm. Uh, tonight, folks, we are joined by Doug Tatum. He is the author of No Man's Land. And, of course, uh, everyone listening here tonight, I know, um, does so because they have a fire that burns within them. Uh, and in some cases, they may have been down the road uh, of building a, a new business, a small business, and uh, ha- have encountered some of the things that uh, that Doug has found and has documented in his book. Uh, Doug, let's let's talk about some of the the typical things that uh, some of your heroes that you were talking about earlier, you know, maybe may like a common denominator amongst all of them that was a pitfall. Well, it's it's interesting. We were able to uh, when I wrote this uh, took a lot of time thinking through how I could describe the transition in a manner that would fit all industries and all different companies. And we broke the transition down into what we call the model, the market, the management, and the money. And uh, let me give you an example. Um, early on, uh, your audience uh, when they start a business, they they start it usually because they have a unique skill or they see a need that could be met and they go out and execute what we call high performance cheap labor. In other words, a lot of your entrepreneurs out there could make more money working for somebody else than they do in their own business, but as you pointed out earlier, they have a passion for it. Uh, it's uh, They're cursed with it, if you might say as well. Amen. <laughs> and um, when the business starts growing, uh, they hit a time what we call market misalignment. And uh, Randy, given your background, I think you would uh, have some a great deal of experience in this as well, but they they go out and make promises to customers, and then they go back to the office and clean up behind those promises. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, uh, it, that's effectively what causes the business to grow. And yes. ultimately, they run into a place where they can no longer run the operations and the sales and marketing simultaneously, and that's when they first start experiencing no man's land. So, how do you? push through something like that? I mean, obviously, like there's certain companies that get like an influx of cash just from a pure sales perspective. Mm-hmm. But when you have a company that is really unique in its posturing and it's just a matter of, of time, you know, because at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's awareness, it's education, you know, there's a lot of components to making a business successful. How do you, how do you bridge that gap? Because, I mean, let me take this a step back too. And yes, I can totally appreciate where you're coming from because I do that all the time right i go out there and i get this great idea and i go oh wow you know we're going to like we're going to get a satellite and we're going to land it on the moon and you know (laughs) oh can i tell you well you know it it does take a mr or we'll say this in in, in your respect it takes a mrs clean it up and a mr clean it up (laughs) exactly successful and quite frankly that's where the innovation comes. Yeah, because you know what? You have to, when you're given a hard deadline, anything is possible. So if you if you think it, you can make it happen. And that's how we've made so many things happen because you get you know, pushed up against a wall and you've, you've just got to do it. But sure. you, you made a great point of, yes, when you've got people who are oper- you know, d- dealing with operations as well as dealing with you know, the, the, the front of the company and then the back end of the company, how do you gracefully let go Okay. Well, here, here's what you have to do. The first thing you have to do is define 
through that process what your real value proposition is. Uh, and if you, if you want to, I can give you some stories of how that develops. But the, the navigation rule, the book lays out a navigation rule that, uh, that has to be implemented in each of these four M's. And in the case of the one we're talking about, the navigation rule is that the business ultimately has to become good at what the entrepreneur is good at um, in order for it to continue to transition and continue to grow. In other words, if the business remains at human scale, then the customers get the undiluted, high-performance service, if you will, Mm -hmm. of the talented folks at the top. There's a point, as we talked about earlier, where it breaks down, and if if you cannot transfer that to the business itself, then it, it, it won't continue to grow. Absolutely, vis-a-vis being a star-based company. The company needs to exist whether the entrepreneurs are there or not, is what you're saying. That's right. Now, I will say to you that, and I think it's important for your audience to hear, is that it is absolutely ethical, legal, moral, and good business to stay small at a human scale and to be what Bo Burlingham refers to as small giants. But there are businesses whose markets or the opportunity that you see drives them to become larger, and this book is about the the gauntlet they have to go through. It, it's interesting, of the 350,000 companies mm-hmm. that break out of being small and grow, 80% of them are less than 20 employees. Only 35,000 of those companies ultimately bridge this no-man's-land gap, and uh, that's quite a failure rate. In fact, I recently spoke at the Inc. Uh, 500 conference. Only one out of three Inc. 500 companies return the next year. Right. So it's important to understand that uh, what you're getting into on this journey. So let me ask you a question. Wait, after looking at the numbers, now, all right, first off, why is it that companies show up on, on the ink list for one year and then fall off? What's their, what's like the, the, their biggest barrier? Well, the, what happens is is that uh, they fail to execute these navigation rules. Uh, they, they, they have a business that doesn't have a value proposition that's scalable. In other words, uh, it's something that uh, is captured by the entrepreneur but can't be captured by the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, they run into a capital gap. Um, I've testified before Congress in a number of situations, a uh, number of occasions, where we laid out the research. I think it's widely held to be uh, true now, is that uh, many of your audience uh, can get the capital they need to start a business. You know, it's credit cards, second mortgages, friends and family. Mm-hmm. But it's all based on the personal worth of the entrepreneur. Then all of a sudden, the business starts getting larger, and the, and the capital markets say, well, we can't depend on uh, Brandy, you or Darren's um, personal net worth to fund this business. We now have to rely on the business, but you're too small. And when you get bigger, come back and talk to us, and the capital right. markets open up. So they face a real capital gap, mm-hmm. um, which is difficult to navigate, and that's another reason for failure in, in that, that thing. And we talk about how to get around that, and, but more likely than not, most of your audience really blames a lot of their problems on themselves, and it's really the territory they're navigating when they start growing to a certain size. So what are, okay, so the first one is obviously capitalization. Mm-hmm. So how can you, you know, you've, you've You've, you've tapped into your friends and family. You're growing now, um, but you need that next little bit to, to, to push you over the top. What well, is... Go ahead. Like, what, what, what's your navigation through that? Well, I think the first thing that you have to understand is that there is a capital gap. Uh, it's usually between... Uh, I argued uh, in front of... And in my testimony, it was between a quarter million and a million dollars. It's some of the folks that came in 
uh, and agreed with my assertion, said it could be as high as $5 million. But to navigate that, the first rule you've got to understand is that you can grow and be profitable and be increasingly negative cash flow. So effectively, you might have to back off on the accelerator and let your cash catch up with your business. Uh, and uh, that's a hard thing for an entrepreneur to do. Second thing you have to do is you have to take risk out of the business. It's counterintuitive. We all, uh, I'm just like you guys are, when we think about our businesses, we think about its potential, mm-hmm. what it could be, and how, uh, what, what, uh, what the possibilities are. The capital markets don't care, even private equity. I mean, my firm deals in hundreds of millions of dollars of private equity transactions on a weekly basis, if not monthly. And what you need to understand in, in your audience is that the real issue is risk. Okay, right. But okay, so but let's talk about let's talk about risk. And you're talking about risk of growing your company too quickly. Stay on, stay on target for where you are now to gain strength. Stay with us, folks. We're going to jump off to a quick break. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. This is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals of Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media howdy boys and you girls too i'm here to talk to you about milnick media the best cpa network period they sure know how to deliver and i know something about deliverance now you want to get paid damn right you do we'll make sure you get your money Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones, hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squirreling like a pig. 
Broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11:30 a.m. Eastern, 8:30 a.m. Pacific, and on demand every day only on WebmasterRadio.fm. On top of the World Wide Web stands an elite class of multi-billion-dollar online internet giants. Excellence and execution and exposure are key. WebmasterRadio.fm has gathered together an elite society of experts that will give you the tools necessary to move ahead of the pack. Affiliate marketing, advertising, and public relations. Find your way to the top. Check out the affiliate marketing, advertising, and public relations section on demand on WebmasterRadio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Back to Rainmaker, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Well, that is right, folks. We are back. We are back on this third... What is this? This third segment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like train wrecking I'm myself. Conta- no, it's me. Uh, I'm contagious, contagious with my tonight. like. I haven't slept in 48 yeah, hours. There you go. I'm like a chicken with a head cut off. I'm just waiting for my body uh, to smash. It's all wall. good. It's all good, folks. It's uh, the third segment of the September the 27th <laughs> edition of Rainmaker. I want to make sure to get that out for you, podcast listeners. For those of you who like to listen. Post facto, uh, we're we're back. That's right, we're we're back, and uh, I'd like to welcome back with us for our last segment, Doug Tatum, the author of No Man's Land. Uh, truly, an insight into uh, the pitfalls of of the things that those of us who <laughs> wake up every day and have to fight the good fight run into. Doug, welcome back. Thank you, uh, D- Doug. What would you say is um, like the 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 one big key ingredient that you would recommend for anybody that would hit the front lines and try and start up a new business today. Well, I think uh, I'd recommend that they go for it. <laughs> if you you know uh, really look at it, uh, there's a big cauldron of opportunity uh, out there. The the opportunities are limitless, and. Um, I would suggest to you that uh, that uh, they go ahead and try to do it. And uh, secondly, as they move into their business, that they find a high place and think about their business uh, and work on it outside of what they do every day. I think the single most important thing, um, we talk about no man's land as a navigational tool, sure. mm-hmm. the map, 
and you guys have a business, and sometimes it's very important to sit back, get to a high point, which is what, you know, mine's smoking a long cigar somewhere, and think about, okay, what, what am I doing, and what promises do I need to make to which customers? Sure. Because what we found is that what really turbocharges a business into its future, most times, if not all the time, is the, uh, uh, as Brandy was talking about earlier, you make a promise uh, to a customer or two, and it happens to be that customer or two escorts you into a stadium full of other folks like them. And that's what gets you into becoming a larger business and, and growing. So let me ask you, what you're saying, I, we've actually sure. discussed this before on the show, is what I call the gold key approach, which is, first of all, as soon as you get clients, you know, it's all about relationships. So foster that relationship and, you know, try to maximize your exposure with them. So if, if you're working with like a larger organization, let's say um, a Hewlett Packard, and, you, and you're working with their imaging department, ask them to introduce you to all the other departments they have. There are other people who are looking for like sort of services or products that you have. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. In fact, it, it's interesting. Um, that's where the innovation happens. Uh, it's the exposure of the entrepreneur to to that, as you indicated, to other opportunities. And what will happen is you'll be out there and you'll see a need and you'll make a promise. That promise, you'll go back to the office and clean up behind, could very well be the future of your business. And once you sense that you've got something that works, and, 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 and interestingly enough, your customers will applaud you with above your cost structure, not just your individual efforts, but says, you know, you're solving a problem for me, and I'm willing to, to, to uh, continue to buy this, and others are as well, then you've got a real business. Absolutely. Absolutely. But now, how, how can you, you know, when you talk about the entrepreneurial spirit, usually these are people who are, you know, pretty boisterous, pretty loosey-goose when you think about it. Not that I want to, I'm calling myself loosey-goose. <laughs> I'm not a loosey-goose kind of person. But, you know, when you've got this sort of like think tank mentality, there's not a ton of structure put in place, and now you need to put that structure in place. How how do you help um, navigate a company through that? Um, you know, you never want to lose the fun and the spirit of the company, but how do you transfer that? Well, I tell you, it, it's, it's uh, uh, a lot of times it has to do with who you surround yourself with. I am not one that proposes that entrepreneurs can't run large companies, and, you know, the there's uh, plenty of examples of entrepreneurs that are running huge companies. But the difference is is that they have to surround themselves with people that know how to organize the business behind those promises. Mm-hmm. Originally, they do it themselves, the entrepreneurs do, but ultimately they have to find folks that can do that. And I, that's highly emotional, by the way. You know, these folks that you get into a business with you, they believe in you, they work for less than they could work, you know, be paid mm-hmm. somewhere else. They're there on the Monday nights when you don't know whether you're going to make payroll on Tuesday, and then you have to sit down and decide, are these folks capable of taking me to the next level? Mm-hmm. And the, the reality of them is most of them are not, and that is a, a, a real tough thing. There's a couple of stories in the book where uh, entrepreneurs that are running national businesses, as we speak, uh, one of them almost quit the business rather than deal with a... Having to lay off the having, people that uh, Yeah, having to them. find another home for or re-deploy... Uh, this core group of loyal folks. And that's hard because that's one uh, quality that entrepreneurs have is being able to see loyalty in other people. And that's hard. Like when people have gone along for the ride with you is being able to say, I am sorry, you've done an amazing job, but like you're basically a cancer that I need to cut out now. 
Well, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I was trying to explain how hard it was in a, in a uh, speech I was doing at a university, and it had a mixture of entrepreneurs and, and MBA students. And I knew the MBA students didn't have a clue of what these entrepreneurs were facing, so I picked on a young woman, and I asked her to think of her soulmate, you know, the one that the person she goes to, the girlfriend she goes to when she's mad at her dad, et cetera. And I said, what I want you to do is I want you to take her over to Starbucks and tell her how wonderful she's been for you and you couldn't have gotten through school without her, but then tell her <laughs> that now that you're going into the work world, she's no longer capable of being your friend. Right. And she she almost fogged up in front of the audience. Right. I said, that's the, um, that's mm-hmm. the kind of things that you're having to deal with when you grow a company from human scale and small built around yourself to one that's actually a business that can continue to grow past and through no man's land. So now let me ask you a next question. And we do need one last question. Darren's doing the whole, like, we have to wrap it up because we have to set examples here. I'm going to, before I ask my last question, Doug, I'm going to ask you if you would be kind enough to join us again on Rainmaker because I think we've just barely scratched the surface with you. I would love to. I I really appreciate what you guys are doing, and I think it's a very valuable uh, uh, thing that you guys have put on. Thank you. Well, you know what? It's, we're all about, you know, you're living this life. Let's try to create a legacy that benefits other people. So my big question to you and continuing to what you were saying was, now you realize, you, you know, you're, you're growing your company. The people that maybe grew, you know, came up with you now, unfortunately, need to be replaced by other people. And, and knowing that you have a, you know, your firm focuses in that and you guys have done an amazing job with your organization. How, how do you then choose the people that are correct to take you to the next level? Well, I think that the misnomer that's out there is that the entrepreneur is the problem, and what you need to do as the entrepreneur is find out what you're extraordinarily good at. And then what you have to do is then you look for pieces of the business that you can let go of, and you hire at the top, not in the middle. The tendency is to hire in the middle, because quite frankly, uh, we can talk about on the next show, how do you hire people you can't afford? Mm-hmm. But it's that last, you know, yeah. twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth of income, or it's broaching the whole issue of ownership and yeah. all those kind of things. Oh, let's have that conversation. Now. <laughs> I don't Randy. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's a couple of people I can think of that I can't afford. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, can I tell you, Doug, I, I, I'm definitely with Brandy. I agree that uh, we've only scratched the surface here. I, I definitely want to thank you for Such taking the time to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we've you know we've got tons of entrepreneurs who who listen to our programming daily. So uh, I know that every one of them can appreciate uh, the efforts that uh, went into the book entitled No Man's Land. I'm sure. Where, where can they find it, Doug? Well, the, the usual suspects, you know, uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, uh, 1-800-CEO-READ is another great place to go. Wonderful. Find. Awesome, awesome. Doug Tatum, folks, author of No Man's Land. Thanks for coming on, Doug. And Thank well, you so much. It's a privilege. Yeah, no, it was spectacular. You've been wonderful, and we look forward to the next time, part two. Awesome, Doug. Super, Thanks thank for coming you. on tonight. Folks, that was Doug Tatum, the you know author Boo. of No Man's. I know I'm getting, I'm I, getting I'm like, the. I really, you know what? I no, I, no. Sorry, sorry. I wanted to, I wanted to continue all, that conversation. Can I say it? Let me say it one more time. It's an all new Webmaster Radio. I know, but you know, can't we break Bear the rules with the a little while? Changes. I'm just getting into the swing of things now. Look at I was that. so Look like, at that. I know it's been a while since we've done this, I and now this. you're like ready to go. And I'm just drawn into those lipid pool of blue eyes that make me. Oh, I want to get off now. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that okay. Really Folks, we're we're <laughs> out of here. We will see you guys next week for another edition of Rainmaker. Of Rainmaker.